Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Carlo has a head hit by Wilson. Yeah, that was high. That was distant, and it was high, and it was intentional. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, Zdeno Chara returns to Boston, and Tom Wilson gets suspended for his hit on Brandon Carlo. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And if you and you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, Tuka Rask was the real story on Wednesday night versus Washington. And it's a shame it was kind of wasted in the shootout. I mean, the guy made 27 saves, including five big ones in overtime, only to lose in the shootout. He kept them in the game all night, and if it wasn't for him, the game would have been over in the first period. So a lot of you who keep saying all year or for like ever since like the bubble of last year, Tuka sucks, the Bruins need to trade him. I hate to tell you this, but there's your there's your guy for if you don't have him in goal for you, you don't even you're not even a, a question, you know, for the playoffs. You're you're sitting you're basically a New Jersey Devils or the New York Rangers not making the playoffs without this guy. So that's what you are. You don't have Tuka Rask in between the pipes for you. You're you're sitting battling, you know, you're sitting you're sitting there battling the Devils and the Rangers for that, or even even whoever, or Pittsburgh, for that final playoff spot. I'm sorry. Okay, so I know Halak is a good player. He's a great goaltender, but Tuka Rask is your number one guy, and you got to live with that. Now, the other story on on uh, Wednesday night was Adeno Chara's return to the TD Garden. And you know what? It really sucks that fans weren't there to give him a standing ovation for his for, for his 14 years as captain of the Bruins. But fans will be in attendance when he and the Washington Capitals return to the Garden April 18th and the 20th. So that's going to be a, a good night. Um, and there's going to be about, I think, about 2,000 fans in the arena. I wish maybe maybe by that time there could be more people there. Maybe maybe up to five or or eight thousand. But right now the TD Garden's only going to allow about two thousand fans in. 
But still, it's still going to be a nice night when they come back to the Garden, April 18th and 20th, so Chara can get a standing ovation from the fans. Now, Trent Frederick and Alex Ovechkin had a few run-ins during the game, and Frederick ended up getting speared in the Nuggets after he threw a few uh, checks at Ovi. I mean, he was agitating Ovi all night, and I think Ovi was just a little bit, a little bit annoyed. Now, how is this not a misconduct penalty? A spear right to the McNuggets, and instead it's matching penalties. Now, I can tell you right now, if that was reversed, Frederick probably would have been tossed out without a doubt. No problem at all. All right? But... Because it's Ovechkin and he's a superstar, nope he 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 doesn't you know it's a he doesn't get kicked out of the game for spearing. Normally, that in the past that would have been that would have been a, at least a ten game that would have at least been a misconduct. All right. Now I don't know if it's good news or not, but Ovi was fined five thousand dollars for the spear. Now he should have at least gotten a game or maybe two, but you know. Maybe the league is picking a favorite here. I know the guy's a superstar. I know he's 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 a goal scorer. He shared the, you know, shared the uh, top spot with uh, Pasternak last year. And I have a feeling that if the season would have continued last year, Pasternak would have would have beat out Ovi for the scoring for the uh, most goals in the last season. But you know, I really hate it when the league is picking favorites here. Ovi did something that if somebody else did, you know, they would probably get a misconduct. They would probably get a suspension. So, you know, is the NHL playing favorites here? Is the NHL playing favorites? I mean, he should have, he, to be honest, the NHL should have said, you know what? I know that there's policies in place that you can't, you know, there, there's certain things in place where you can't suspend the guy for something and all that other crap, but... Fans would be crying for two games if that was Brad Marchand spearing Ovi or any other superstar. And I've read comments out there that Frederick deserved it. Why did he deserve it? Why? For doing his job? For being an agitator out there on the ice? You know, his, his you know, you're supposed to like be an agitator in hockey. This is hockey. You're supposed to agitate people. All right? But saying that a player deserved to be, you know, hitting his hitting his groin is is absolutely stupid. You know, and here's the thing. Earlier on in the game, they got together. I think it was the first time they got together and basically Frederick dropped the gloves and actually wanted to fight Ovi. So, how about actually fighting? I mean, is Ovechkin too chicken to drop the gloves? Or is he too much of a superstar? Heck, I've seen I've seen Bergeron drop the gloves. Gretzky has dropped the gloves, and I think he did it once. I think he did it once, and then Dave Semenko dro- came in and, and took care of it. So, you know, I'd like to see what Ovi can do as far as dropping the gloves. I think it would be, is he, you know, is he a good fighter? You know, so who knows? But I would have really liked to have seen him drop the gloves with drop the gloves with Frederick because I have a f- feeling Frederick would have wiped the floor with him. I really, I really, I really think he would have. Now the physical play continued into Friday's game. 
Tom Wilson came in high and hard on Carlo, hit him in the head. No penalty. So these guys, the referees didn't get anything right the last for the two games against Washington. So no penalty. All right. And oh, that's a shocker. Uh, a hit to the head of a Bruins player that go that goes unpenalized. You know, went unpenalized. They sh- that should have at least been that should have at least been a, a misconduct right there. A hit to the head, intent to injure, intent to injure. So that's another BS call. So we're talking we're talking maybe two major calls against the um, you know, two major calls, uh, you know, that didn't work in the Bruins' favor. But someone finally got to Wilson as new Bruin Jared Tenorti dropped the gloves and beat down Wilson. And it was real it's really nice to see a player like that, you know, to have a new player come in and stick up for his new teammate. So that was awesome. And then Frederick drops the gloves with Wilson. And here's what I don't get. Frederick got an extra two for instigating and a ten minute misconduct. Now let me ask you something. Let's go back a couple of games here. Let's go back to the Rangers game where Frederick basically got jumped by Lemieux. Now, let me ask you something. Where was the two minutes for instigating and the 10-minute misconduct there? It wasn't there. So, another call, you know, if you go back to that point, another bad call against the Bruins. So, they're not getting they're not getting any any favors here people from the referees. No favors at all. Now the Bruins did get the revenge against the Capitals in a 5-1 win. So if you can't beat them up, if they beat you up or take out one of your players, you beat them up on the scoreboard in a 5-1 win. So that's good. Now Carlo did go to the hospital Friday night and he was released Saturday morning. Now also on Saturday, the Department of Player Safety suspended Wilson for seven games. And I, I think it's fair. I mean, it should have been 10, but... I think I can live with seven games since it is a shortened season. Maybe if it was a longer season, maybe maybe he would maybe he would have gotten ten. So and the sad thing is, I don't think this will ever change how he plays the game. Okay? He's still gonna be a dirt ball. And, you know, unless he changes his game, he's gonna have that reputation. So I'm gonna go back to Brad Marchand for a second. Now I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you. He's a guy that definitely deserves the hate he gets. I mean, he I want to say he had a reputation as a dirty player. All right? Now, he hasn't been disciplined in three seasons. All right? So, I don't want to hear, you know, that's in the past right now. That's in the past. I don't want to hear people saying, "Well, Brad Marchand's a dirty player, all this other and all this other stuff." I'm like, "No, he's, you know, he had, like I said, he hasn't had any discipline, suspended nothing in three seasons. All right, so he's changed his attitude. All right, he had a sit down with Cassidy when Cassidy first came when when Cassidy first came here, and basically Cassidy told him to stop it. Okay, so I don't want to hear it. You know that Brad Mar, you know Brad Marchand is a dirty player. That was in the past. Okay, what's ever in the past is in the past. And he's definitely matured. And on top of that, he's become one of the best overall players in the league. Yes, he's become one of the best overall players in the league here. Okay. 
Now, we're going to take a look. Now, I'm going to look something up here, and it may amaze some of you out there, okay? Now, you keep talking about how, you know, all the dirty players in the league and everything else. Well, you know what? Brad Marchand turned his game around. So I don't want to hear any of this garbage anymore, okay? Because he's not he's not the player he used to be, okay? As a matter of fact, we're going to take a look at goals here. And right now, Brad Marchand is one of the top goal scorers in the league. He's got 12 goals right now. I mean, he's and Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid are up top. Austin Matthews has 18 goals. Connor McDavid has 15. You know, Brad Marchand has 12. He's he's a goal scorer and he, he's a goal scorer now. He's not an idiot. He's not a dirty player anymore. So, I don't want to hear it anymore from other fans. Unless he comes out and he spears some guy some guy in the Nuggets, then you can start talking. I don't want to hear the talk anymore. I don't want to hear you guys even compa- stop comparing him to the other dirty players in the league because he's not one of them anymore. All right, so just stop. Now, I want to know what's going on with Jake DeBrusque. I mean, this guy has been on the milk carton all season. He has one goal in 15 games, and he's a minus four. Now, last season... He had 16 goals in 17 games, all right? And he was a plus 13, all right? In 2018-2019 season, or no, last season, I'm reading the wrong ones here. Last season, he had 17 goals, or no, uh, let's see, 19 goals, wow. Yeah, last season, he had 19 goals, and he was a minus one, okay? In 2018, uh, 2018-2019 season, he had 27 goals. All right, so where what's happening with this guy here? I mean, he should at least, you know, at least have, I don't know, I'm thinking maybe eight, maybe eight or nine goals right now, and he's still sitting at one, you know? And the thing is, I don't know if he's really putting in the effort half the time. He doesn't check and grind in the corners. I mean, he needs to be tough like his dad was during his career. His dad was a grinder, and his dad also dropped the gloves. You know, maybe he should sit for a few games. I think maybe he needs a fresh start somewhere else. But the hard part is, how are you going to get a fair trade for this kid? All right? Because his stock seems to drop every time he, he hits the ice this season. I mean, the bees could make could move him and Anders Bjork for somebody that can put the puck in the net. But Bjork has been up and down too. And giving up on these guys wouldn't be a big big, big dent in the scoring. But the big thing is, who would you get in return? And would the, be, would the return be big enough? I mean, would, could you get a goal scorer? I mean, you're not going to get a Jack Eichel for these two guys. Unless maybe you throw in a David Krejci and a couple of picks or whatever. Um, so who knows? And that could leave an extra hole or two on the roster to bring some players up from Providence. I know B's fans think he was a waste of a draft pick, but how about Zach Senishin? Maybe it's time to give him a shot and see what he can do. I mean, the kid can't be any worse than DeBrusque or Bjork. So why don't we call him up and see what he can do for a few games? It would be interesting to see what would happen. 
you know, I don't know who you would put him with. There's a good possibility you could probably put him with, I don't know, you know, put him on the third line. You know, maybe put put him on the third line with Stanika centering. I don't know. Or with, um, with Coyle. I don't know. But, you know, this kid would probably fit in great with Coyle. So, who knows, but... Until that, there's they, they figure something out here with the Brusker Bjork. They're just gonna be they're just gonna be a waste of a roster spot. Now the Boston Bruins have announced their ticket information for the reopening of the TD Garden, with fans to um, to return on March 23rd. Now Bruins season ticket holders, game plan holders, and Boston Boston Garden Society members will receive priority access to purchase tickets based on the the availability. Now, any fans interested in tickets for the 2020 or for the rest of the season uh, should visit bostonbruins.com, complete an online form to receive an email in uh, regarding updates to potential season uh, single game ticket offerings and their availabilities. So that's a really good idea. That's um, that's another good idea here. Um, you know they are they are probably you know the, their season ticket holders are the priority first, which I which is something I really like to see. You know, not just giving not just giving tickets out to the general public. Now, I'm part of the general public. You guys are probably part of the general public and probably aren't really happy about that. But they have to take care of the, you have to take care of your season ticket holders and anybody else who's been supporting you. Um, you know, over the years. Because that's where that's to be honest, and I'll be completely honest with you. That's where your that's that's basically your fans. Those are the true fans are the season tech holders that are there in night in night out. So you have to give them priority first. All right, and then you go down to the guys like me who like go to a one or two games a year. So it just it to be honest, it just seems fair to do season ticket holders first. Now, looking at the garden information here, the um, you know you're gonna go on the website, um, and then there's gonna be a, a little space down here that says ticket offer ticket offers a bit availability. You know, go to brossonbruins.com and you'll see a you should see a chart. Unfortunately, oh wait, there we go. Okay, they'll be blocked all my content. Yeah, so what you'll do, what they're what they're gonna ask you to do is they're gonna first name, last name, email address, reason for. Um, you're gonna click. There's a personal and a business. You click personal, and then as far as ticket interests go, I am interested in single game tickets as soon as they as soon as they are available to me. And there's another one. I am interested in a ticket plan for the 2021-22 season. No, you don't want that. So. Basically, it's a it's a quick little simple form, and then what they'll do is they'll I guess they'll email you when there's availability. So my guess is that they're probably not gonna have you. You can't choose your game. It's gonna be like whatever game's available. So you know if you want a Wednesday night, if you want a Saturday night game against the New York Rangers, you know at the end of the season, you know I think I believe it's the last two games of the season. You probably won't get those. You'll probably be stuck with a weeknight game, like a one of the Wednesday night games. So, so who knows what might happen there? Um, so, 
you know, let's just hope we can, they may, maybe, like I said before, maybe, maybe they'll, they'll up the attendance, you know, closer to the playoffs. May, you know what? Maybe, maybe I might even try and take a shot at getting some playoff tickets. So just by looking at the schedule for the, from the 23rd versus the Islanders, of course, there's a Thursday night game. You have a Saturday night game. You have a Sunday game. So basically what it sounds like is that you're, you're not even going to get a chance to choose your game. So, you know, they could say, Hey, um, we have, we have, we have tickets available against the New Jersey devils on Tuesday, the 30th. So you may just have to take what you can get. So, and some of, so Maybe a Saturday night, Saturday game isn't in the cards, but a Wednesday night or Thursday or a Thursday night game is. So, but at least fans are coming back, and hopefully we'll be able to be back. You know, hopefully they'll be able to put bring the attendance back. You know, maybe to like eight thousand, five thousand, eight thousand by the time the playoffs roll around, and next season everything returns to normal. Now the hockey world lost two important people this week. Walter Gretzky, father of the great Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky, uh, died at the age of 82. And Mark Pavlich, a member of the 1980 gold medal winning Miracle on Ice uh, U.S. Olympic hockey team, died on Thursday at the age of 63. Pavlich and Bob Suter are the only two players from the 1980 gold medal team to pass away, along with head coach Herb Brooks. Now, Pavlich had two assists in the in the United States legendary semifinal game semifinal game win over the Soviet Union. One of them was Mike Ruzioni's historic game winning goal. So, you know, it's you know, those guys are those guys from the Olympic team are getting up there. They're all in their they're all in their like 60s. And pretty soon they're all going to, you know, we're going to open up we're going to open up the internet one day and find out another one's going to die, another one here, another one there. But, you know, these guys are going to be most, or are going to be really uh, memorable. And of course, I believe Mark Pavlich has had some issues over the years um, with with uh, some problem, mental problems. And I believe he also sold his gold medal at one point because uh, to help out his um, his daughter. So it, it's a very it's a it's a shame to start losing you know losing two members, well three members of the U.S. Uh, Olympic hockey team in 1980. This show is available for on all your favorite streaming platforms: iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes, and you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Are you interested in, in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. 
for the ones who get it done.